Hello, folks, and thanks for listening in today. I'm Pastor David, and joining me is Pastor Brendan. Hey, everyone. This podcast exists to encourage us and all of you towards two things. We want you to consider and chew on the words of Scripture, and we want you to apply them to your lives. This month, we're in the uh, Proverbs month, so today we'll be reading Proverbs chapter 28. So here it goes in verse 1. It says, The wicked flee, though no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. When a country is rebellious, it has many rulers, but a ruler with discernment and knowledge maintains order. A ruler who oppresses the poor is like driving rain that leaves no crops. Those who forsake instruction praise the wicked, but those who heed it resist them. Evildoers do not understand what is right, but those who seek the Lord understand it fully. Better the poor whose walk is blameless than the rich whose ways are perverse. A discerning son heeds instruction, but a companion of gluttons disgraces his father. Whoever increases wealth by taking interest uh, or profit from the poor amasses it for another who will be uh, kind to the poor. If anyone turns a deaf ear to my instruction, even their prayers are detestable. Whoever leads the upright along an evil path will fall into their own trap, but the blameless will receive a good inheritance. The rich are wise with their own um, are wise in their own eyes. One who is poor and discerning sees how deluded they are. When the righteous triumph, there is great elation, but when the wicked rise to power, people go into hiding. Whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. Blessed is the one who's always, who always trembles before God, but whoever hardens their heart falls into trouble. Like a roaring lion or a charging bear is a wicked ruler over a helpless people. A tyrannical ruler practices extortion, but one who hates ill-gotten gain will rejoice on a long, will enjoy a long reign. Anyone tormented by guilt of murder will seek refuge in the grave. Let no one hold them back. The one whose walk is blameless is kept safe, but the one whose ways are perverse will fall into the pit. Those who work in their land will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies will have their fill of poverty. A faithful person will be richly blessed, but one eager to get rich will not go unpunished. To show partiality is not good, yet a person who will do wrong for a piece of bread, yet a person will do wrong for a piece of bread. The stingy are eager to get rich and the unaware and are unaware that poverty awaits them. Whoever rebukes a person will in the end gain favor rather than the one who, uh, who has a flattering tongue. Whoever robs their father or mother and says, it's not wrong, is partner to the one who destroys. The greedy stir up conflict, but those who trust in the Lord will prosper. Those who trust in themselves are fools, but those who walk in wisdom are kept safe. Those who give the poor will give to the poor, will lack nothing, but those who close their eyes to them receive many curses. When the wicked rise to power, people who go into hiding, but when the wicked perish, the righteous thrive. So that is Proverbs chapter 28.
eight. And uh, I want to talk about this first one. This says, The wicked flee, though no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. Yeah, that's... Uh... It's a it's a powerful one, and you know I can't help but to get kind of New Testament uh, on it. I, I like uh, thinking about the righteous being bold as a lion, in, in that because of God's perfect love, you know, uh, basically per- per- perfect love casts out all fear. And if we are in Christ, we can be bold as a lion because we have the confidence of all the spiritual blessings including uh salvation and we're right with god we we really have no fear of judgment from god no fear of condemnation you know romans chapter 8 talks about there's no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus and you know just thinking about that perfect love casting out all fear and then the wicked uh you know they flee even though no one pursues you know but I mean, they're they're fleeing, you know. Uh, this is kind of a, a, a comical thing, but if you kind of take the the comical part out, I mean, you know, a person who's constantly uh, making terrible choices, they're always running from the consequences of those choices. They're always being chased, even when they're not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're always being chased by you know the the destruction that they're you know yeah they're wreaking on the world yeah kind of a silly example that i like to talk about is a number of years ago i just kind of made the decision to not speed like i was just not going to speed I, was, I said you know what yeah. the speed limit is not mine it's caesar's to set so the government sets the speed limit and it's my job to follow the speed limit and i'm not perfect at it but for the most part i go the speed limit or a little bit below because I believe that it's a sin to go faster than the speed limit. Just my my, my sure. conviction. Yeah, and I've I've and I can testify that I've ridden with David, and he does a really good job of staying under the speed limit. It's a copious use of cruise control. That's how I do it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, I don't I don't I just don't believe in speeding. And so um, with that, uh, I often drive by police officers, and I'm never worried that they're going to come out and get me. And I ride with speeders, and they'll drive by a police officers like, oh, and they'll hit their brakes, and they'll like <laughs> look in the rearview mirror and look in all the side mirrors like, are they coming to get me? Because if you're doing wrong, you're always afraid you're going to get caught. But if you're doing right, then the law, for the most part, holds, there's no fear in that. There's, as you know, the, the Bible yeah. says about the spiritual gifts, love, joy, peace, patience, it says, Against these things, there is no law. That if you're doing the good stuff, that we don't have to worry about the, you know, the police coming out to get us. Again, silly example, but um, we don't have to worry about the IRS auditing us. We don't have to worry about our wife catching us in the wrong kind of relationship. We don't have to worry about, you know, whatever it is. If you're doing right, you don't have to fear getting caught or having somebody find your password to your email or going on a vacation and having somebody look over the work you've been doing for the last couple of weeks to see if it's all uh, up to date or if you're hiding shortcuts and, and, and cheating that you've been doing. And so I think that righteousness protects us from that kind of fear. But I also read something else in this. You know, it says the wicked uh, runs, though no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. And I thought about um, when God talks to Peter and he says, and also unto you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Yeah. That we're part of something big and strong. The church isn't supposed to be uh, weak and unable. 
The, yeah. the church is strong. Shouldn't be always on the defensive. And... Right. Like yeah. we, the, we're the, it's a defensive in a war that's already been won. When Jesus said <laughs> it is finished, <laughs> like it was done, and so the idea that that the church itself would be weak and afraid to say the truth and afraid to do what it's supposed to do and afraid to go forward boldly when in reality like uh if we're fleeing nobody's pursuing us the victory is won and and they wouldn't pursue us here anyway that there's no ability to pursue us here because where oh death is your sting yeah yeah and uh yeah if we're living in fear then we're really not walking in the in the truth of of the love of God because uh, yeah like if we are I mean the greater we understand his love the greater peace we have the greater uh resilient resilience and boldness we can have because I mean like the and and I think that's what Paul's really getting at when he says we can boldly approach his throne you know like yeah because we know his great love for us yeah, and I Which just, is a that's a very audacious. I mean, that's a very bold thing to absolutely, say. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that idea of Christians living their life out in in that kind of bold confidence that God created you and He loves you and He is for you and He like He's on your side and uh, He's your Father and you're in the family and you can come to dinner and you can sit down at the table and you can grab a roll and it'll be okay, like. We're, we're in that relationship with God where it's that kind of personal relationship and there's victory in that. You know, mm-hmm. God came to give life and, and life abundantly, not like life and life afraid, scared, cowering all the time. And, and yeah. I, I love that, that the righteous are bold as a lion. Man, I feel like we can keep talking about this because, I mean, I don't know. I, I just was thinking about a song by a really good band that... that it's called the age of anxiety and i think that's a good description of of our current time it, that that anxiety and fear uh just kind of dominate our culture that everything that is sold to us and marketed to us you know the vast majority of it is sold to us from fear you know politicians operate out of fear right, right. like and uh and anxiety and um, those kind of issues are just skyrocketing. Um, but, you know, as, as Christians, we should be, the boldness that, that we should have in Christ should be very attractional to the world. They should see that and be like, what, you know, like, you're not freaking out about, you know, all these massive world problems. You're not like living in constant anxiety and hold up in your house and, you know, like, yeah. no, it's absolutely right. Yeah. It's, it's that we're we're sold. We're advertising is there to make us feel like we're missing something, right? So that you go and buy the thing they're selling you. Or um, politicians, if you don't vote for me, those terrible people are going to do terrible things, and the world's going to be awful. Or uh, just every advertisement and every TV show, it's all made to make us feel like like the world is in the worst place it's ever been, and bad things are happening all the time. And and you know, maybe it is. Who knows? Like the the temperature of the world, except God. Only yeah, God yeah. can stick a thermometer in the world and say, <laughs> "Yeah, this is as bad as it's ever been," because only God paints with the paintbrush of history. But no matter how the world is, even if the world is the gates of hell, God promises the church that the gates of hell can't prevail against the church. That's good. That the church will stand up to even that. And so, knowing that that's true, well, then 
we can be the righteous who are as bold as a lion. And and we go out and we live our life. You know, you never see the lion walking through the desert and like being nimble about like, I'm afraid the hyena is going to walk up to me. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just, they just they go where they want. Sure, right? yeah, yeah. Like a pride of lions goes where it wants. And, and they walk with that confidence. And they walk with that confidence. Yeah. You watch a lion walk and they they have that boldness of I'll go where I want and I'm not worried about the th- kind of things I'm going to find. And Christians, in the same way, should go in the direction God calls them to do and not be worried about the kind of things that you find. Because if it's good, it's good. And if it's bad, you have the ability to get through it because God is with you and you and God can get through anything. Yeah. And, and so I think that it's, it's so important for us to live into that, into that boldness, live into that promise that stuff's going to be all right and to... Um, kind of be the lion that God's called us to be. You know, we're in the family of God. We're in the family with the lion of Judah. Like yeah, that's our right. That's our birthright. Is our or I say I should say that's our rebirth right. Is to be yeah. part of that family. And so, uh, own it. Own it. Don't worry about it. The the stuff that we worry about, put it down. Oh yeah. You're 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 invited to do it, if you can. Yeah, it's not gonna not gonna add a day. To our lives, it's to not keep worrying, add yeah. a hair on our head. You know, Jesus was saying, "Don't, don't worry about that stuff. He's going to take care of us." Right, right. So I, I, I love that verse. That's really um, what I wanted to talk about today. I didn't want to get too much into the rest of these, but there are good ones. Look, nine is wonderful. If anyone turns a deaf ear to my instruction, even their prayers are detestable. God says, if you're not listening to Him, He's your your prayers are detestable to Him. And so, let's listen or. Uh, verse 13, whoever conceals their sin does not prosper, but the one who confesses uh, and renounces them finds mercy. There's lots of good yeah. Proverbs today. I want you to read them. I want you to noodle on them. Um, but as you do, remember, you're part of the church, and the gates of hell can't prevail against you. You are uh, a conqueror, made so by Jesus when he said, it is finished. And so you have the invitation from God to be as bold as a lion. And so I'm going to let you go with that thought today. Be bold. Let that, let that sink in. Let that change your life uh, today. Thanks so much for listening. We hope to see hear from you all tomorrow. Appreciate you guys joining us.